you are a Locked, Locked On Braves, Braves postcast. postcast, part of Locked On Sports, Sports Atlanta. Atlanta, your team, your team every day. Every day. And hello and welcome into the Braves Postcast. Grant McCauley joined by Jake Mastriani as always. And of course, the Braves Postcast is part of the all-new Locked On Sports Atlanta. We're coming to you after a very big night for the Atlanta Braves. A big prospects debut and it went quite well. And the Braves pick up an 8-4 victory to grab a two-game sweep of the Boston Red Sox. So lots of stuff to get into. Before we do, though, I want to remind you to subscribe to Locked On Sports Atlanta right here on YouTube. Enable those alerts so you get notified whenever we drop a new episode. And make sure you subscribe to Locked on Braves wherever you get your podcast. Well, Jake, let's jump right into it because I think that the name of the day, the big story of the day for the Atlanta Braves is Vaughn Grissom. A surprise promotion for a lot of folks, an exciting promotion for the Atlanta Braves. One out of necessity after injury forced them to kind of look down on the farm to try to find somebody to fill in at second base. But wow, did he live up to the hype? A two-hit game, a home run as his first major league hit. You had to be impressed by what this kid did in his first day on the job. Yeah, playing a position that I know he'd played some in the minor leagues, but still really a relatively new position for him. I thought I was very impressed with what he did. Obviously, the home run, uh, just amazing. And, you know, just how easy is this game? I don't know why more 21-year-olds can't do this, but uh, the Braves have been very fortunate. Michael Harris coming up, doing what he did, and now he's – somewhat of a mentor at the major league level to uh to von grissom as he kind of ushers him in i love the the back and forth between yeah. those two but um yeah i love von grissom obviously i mean just what a debut for him seeing his parents there i mean couldn't have scripted it much better yeah absolutely tremendous and, and crazy and great to see these two guys both of them 21 years old I, I tweeted this earlier in the day you might be surprised to know that von grissom's actually a couple of months older than Michael Harris, but both of these guys making the jump from double A. So very similar when it comes to their trajectory towards the major leagues. A lot has been asked, I think, of the Braves minor league system over the years as we've seen guys explode onto the scene and make a big time impact. But I think that both of these guys kind of came into a good spot with a club coming off of a World Series win, a lot of other pieces in place. Neither of them have to come in and be the star that shines the brightest, but that has not stopped Harris from being a big time producer for Atlanta. And it doesn't look like Vaughn Grissom is going to be uh, stopped either when it comes to having his opportunity to have a moment in the sun. And he certainly did on this night. Congratulations to him. First major league hit, a two-run homer over the Green Monster. One of the most historic parks in all of baseball and all of sports. Not a bad place to make your debut. And, of course, you help your team grab a win and a sweep of a series and something they needed to turn this road trip around. So let's turn our attention to the Braves in game number 112. Atlanta now 20 games over 500 again. 66 and 46 now, Jake. Eight runs, 12 hits, one error, four men left aboard. Red Sox dropped to 54 and 58. Four runs, nine hits, no errors. They left six. Kyle Wright picks up the win, his 14th of the year against five defeats. Nick Pavetta takes the loss, drops to eight and nine. No save in a game that lasted three hours and six minutes, and a crowd of 35,406 on hand to see it. And that included Vaughn Grissom's family. And it was really fun to see them living in that moment and living it out with him as he made his major league debut. And of course, hit that home run and helped his club win a baseball game. Yeah, I heard him talk about it in the post-game interview, talking about just living in that moment, like you said, just kind of rounding the bases, you know, not really thinking, oh, how am I going to get that ball back because he's sending it into the parking lot beyond the, the green monster out there. But just, you know, that moment and just how incredible it is. Like you said, playing a historic ballpark, 
you have your family there. I mean, just what an incredible moment. I was, I loved listening to the interview just, mm-hmm. you know, obviously having get to hear the kid talk a lot and just love the personality from him. And there was an interview with him earlier in the year. He's talking to Michael Harris, who got called up and said, look, it's the same game. Just be you play your game. And I think he's coming up with that mindset as well that Michael Harris has that, you know, it is the game. I'm talented. I yep. can do this. Just play my game. And I feel like, you know, if he comes up with that same mindset, yeah, you're going to get humbled at times. This game will do that to the mm-hmm. best of them. But, you know, just having that confident mindset, I think if he can do that, I mean, it's one game, but he has the opportunity to be a really big piece for this Braves team down the stretch to help them, you know, hold on to a wild card spot, continue uh, to fight for the division and into the postseason possibly as well. He really does. He has a key role to play here, and the opportunity is right out there in front of you, and that's what you do play the game for as you're going through the minor leagues is the opportunity to go on to that next level. Well, kid, there's no level higher than this one, and you're playing for a club that's in the heat of a pennant race and looking to get back to October and do what it did last year. So to have an opportunity to be up here, what, some six, seven, eight months later is a pretty big opportunity for a kid, and he certainly earned it in the minor leagues, hitting well over 300, 14 homers, 27 steals, an OPS of near 900, uh, just under 100 plate appearances at A, so might have been somewhat surprising, but the Braves have shown if they believe there's somebody down on the farm that can help you, then they're not going to look at them and just play the service time game and say, hey, wait until late April of next year. And I'm glad they didn't because I think Vaughn Grissom was, in fact, the best overall option talent-wise to help out the Braves. And if you feel like the player is capable, has the talent, and can handle it, then why not give him the opportunity? And the Braves did just that. So a big day for him. Two for four, home run. Two runs knocked in on that homer. Couple of runs scored as he grabbed an insurance run late as he came across the plate on Dansby Swanson single. Also stole a base. So at that point, you're just filling up every column if you're Vaughn Grissom. And uh, what a day for him at 21 years old. He's the third youngest player in the big leagues. Michael Harris still the youngest player. And for Vaughn Grissom, first Braves player with a home run in his debut and for his first hit since Austin Riley did this back in 2019. He joins a pretty good list. I mean, a lot of other big Braves debuts with home runs in their first game. I don't know if anything will top being in the house for the Jeff Frank Corwin back in 2005. Jason Hayward on opening day of 2010. A lot of great moments for some Braves in their first games. And Vaughn Grissom's name is now on that list of first hit, first homer, first game, all that good stuff. Great to see him get all that out of the way. We got a lot more to talk about, though, here on the Braves postcast. We're going to talk about Kyle Wright's performance, some of the other big key hits in this game, and maybe from an unlikely source, one of those came from. We'll talk about that in a moment. But I want to remind you, Coffee AM is the official sponsor of the Braves postcast. Coffee has never tasted so good, and Coffee AM is an Atlanta-based small-batch coffee roaster. If you go to coffeeam.com slash locked on today, you can take a look at their full menu of coffees, teas, and gift sets. That's coffeeam.com slash locked on. And make sure you use the code locked on at checkout, and you can get 15% off your first order there as well. That, co- that coupon code is locked on. Make sure you check it out. Coffeeam.com slash locked on. Coffeeam is the best small batch coffee roaster in America. Uh, as far as what the Braves were doing offensively speaking in this game, Vaughn Grissom was a big part of that. But how about Marcelo Zuna? We talked a little bit in yesterday's postcast, if you heard that audio on uh, Locked On Braves, that Marcelo Zuna has been searching for some hits for a while. Jake, he broke an 0-for-21 streak with a three-run homer of his own in the fourth inning. The Braves have not had a whole lot of luck. Marcel has not had a whole lot of luck. Eddie Rosario could have been out on strikes, ended up drawing a walk right before that. But uh, I guess the Braves just had the good fortune on their side in this game. Yeah, I mean, they'll they'll take all that they can get. And for Marcelo Zuna, look, 
Uh, you you check out his baseball savant page. There's a lot of red there. When the guy makes contact, he hits the ball really hard. There is no questioning that. But it's what he does in between those at-bats when he makes that hard contact that he really makes it hard to keep running him out there in the lineup. But, again, make no mistake, he'll run into 25, 30 home runs a year. You put him out there in that lineup. And this was a big home run for the Braves. Obviously, it got them on the board. Um, so, I mean, it's much needed, you know, Again, hopefully it gets him going. He's certainly capable of going on a hot streak and doing that, and I think he's going to continue to be in the lineup because of what they're paying him. So hopefully he does get get going. That would certainly be great. And, uh, yeah, glad to see a little luck go the, uh, the Braves' way in that one. Yeah, you'll take all you can get, like you said. That's the 20th home run of the year for Ozuna. He's got a couple of home runs this month, but he'd really been in a prolonged cold spell. I mean, this has been a rough season for him. He has had some hits in some different spots that have helped the Braves out. I guess another example of that is what he did on Wednesday at Fenway Park, where he has mashed against the Red Sox. He has enjoyed hitting in that ballpark, and you know, you'll take the home runs wherever you can get them from. And the early lead for Kyle Wright in this game, six innings of one run ball for him, six hits, a walk, and five strikeouts. I don't know that he was as sharp as he wanted to be all of the time, particularly in that last frame, but I got no problems with what Kyle Wright was able to do. And Jake, good to see him bounce back after a rough start last time out against the Mets. Yeah, I mean, you look at his line, six innings, six hits, a walk, you know, one earned, five strikeouts, and that's a good lineup. I've been talking about that on the podcast, the fact that this Red Sox lineup, they're, they're not a good team overall. They're playing in the toughest division in baseball, and they can hit. They have some major league hitters in that lineup. So I, I thought it was a good outing from Kyle Wright. Got a couple of big double plays there. Von Grissom again in the middle of those double plays, turning those again from a new position. So, I, again, I loved what I saw from Kyle Wright. A good performance out of him. 77 pitches you know i thought with all the innings the bullpen through yesterday that snicker may have pushed him another inning but like you said i think he was kind of tiring out there at the end so probably the right decision um but maybe not so with what happened in that seventh inning but overall i thought it was a, a good outing from kyle wright for sure yeah and every once in a while you know a, a starter might not throw as many pitches but it may just be one of those days where everything is just for some reason more difficult i thought wright was maybe down a couple of miles an hour fastball wise but I like the way that he attacked that lineup, and he was out there throwing strikes and very economical. Got a lot of ground balls, 12 of them, I believe, and a couple of double plays, which were big for him as well. The defense looked good behind him. There was the one error by Dansby early, but that didn't deter Kyle Wright from striking out the next batter and getting out of trouble. So he did what he needed to do in this one. Dylan Lee, I think, you know, every once in a while you're going to run into a tough day and run into the wrong hitter at the wrong time and gave up that three-run homer that made the game a lot closer at that time, but how big was the Von Grissom homer at that point as it was pretty much the difference maker in the game. And of course, Marcelo Zuna, not only with that three run homer, but he delivered a sack fly a little bit later. He had four runs knocked in on the day. He had Eddie Rosario one for three with a run knocked in as well. William Contreras and Dansby Swanson, both with two hits and Dansby knocking in Grissom later on for yet another insurance run in the Braves half of the ninth inning as Rice Iglesias was able to close things out. Uh, lost in perhaps the excitement of everything that's going on with the debut of Vaughn Grissom. We need to talk about the debut of Kirby Yates. He didn't pitch a lot, but he was able to come in in the seventh inning, get it over to A.J. Mentor to take it over from there, and A.J. looked good on this night as well. But good to see Kirby Yates get in there on his first day with the big league club, make his Braves debut as well. Yeah, came in in a, in a one-run game. I think, obviously, Snicker would have liked to ease him more into a, a lower leverage situation coming back, but... Yeah, I mean, not a lot from him. Obviously, need to see some more before we consider him a high-leverage-type guy. But, I mean, again, over two years since the guy's been in, pitching the big leagues, just great yeah. to see him out there. And 
again, like like Grissom, could play a vital role for this team down the stretch and in the postseason. Yeah, different kind of role. But when you start looking at the names in this Braves bullpen and the capabilities some of these guys have, it has gotten awfully good since the trade deadline. When you think about adding in Rysel Iglesias, now you've added in Kirby Yates. What we've seen out of Tyler Matzik, at least lately, and the velocity, the uptick there, you feel pretty good about the group the Braves have back there, along with Minter and Kinley Jansen. And, and not for nothing, Dylan Lee has had far more good outings than bad outings this year. You're just going to have a rough one every once in a while. Now, the uh, news of the day, of course, for the New York Mets is they continue to win. They beat up on the Cincinnati Reds, so the Braves are still seven games back. Atlanta now three and four on this road trip after dropping four out of five to the Mets. But this two-game sweep in Boston kind of has helped them right the ship a little bit, and now a pivotal four-game series awaits as far as what this road trip is going to look like as the Braves have an off day on Thursday and head down to face the Miami Marlins for four games, including a doubleheader on that Saturday. We'll preview that in a moment, but a reminder, as always, to make your moment sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com. Locked on sports listeners get $50 off a purchase of $500 or more. This podcast exclusive includes engagement pieces. You can use the code locked on. That is code locked on. Every order is insured, ships free, arrives in discreet packaging, and won't give away what's inside. So shop stress free and find your forever peace at bluenile.com today. All right. So the Braves have an off day on Thursday. We will also take an off day on Thursday. I don't know what you'll be doing tomorrow, Jake. I think I'm just going to relax a little bit and get ready for. Uh, what's always an entertaining, I think, matchup when the Braves and Marlins meet. We'll see how much entertainment is going on. Atlanta definitely needs a series win here. The Marlins have fallen on some serious hard times. The Braves don't have to see Sandy Alcantara in this series, so that's a net positive overall. Uh, but they do have to see Pablo Lopez, and Atlanta has not announced a starter for Game 1. It could be Max Fried. It could be Jake Odorizzi as well. Those were the guys that pitched in the doubleheader against the New York Mets last week. So, Uh, What do you make of where the Marlins are and how important this series is for the Braves to bring home a winning road trip before they see the Mets again? Yeah, we've been talking about starting pitching for the Atlanta Braves. I know Wright had a solid start on this night, but this is an opportunity for the Braves starters to really kind of settle back in. The Marlins have been struggling badly on offense to score any kind of run. So a great chance for the pitching staff to really put up some good numbers, kind of get on track and hopefully the Braves to rack up some wins. Look, I talked about it. These are postseason games for me from here on out. You got to win every single game. If you want any chance of coming back to catch the Mets in the division. So got to win every single game that you can. And again, I I like the opportunity, the matchup here for the Braves starting pitching to really get on a roll. Well, hopefully they're able to do so. We'll see what the Braves do as far as uh, lining up their rotation for, again, four games in three days. They are off on Thursday, but another doubleheader, and they'll have to get through that and then, obviously, come on home and line up that rotation to face the New York Mets again, and the Mets have been red hot. Again, the Braves are seven games back in the National League East standings as they head into the off day on Thursday. 6.40 p.m. Eastern time on Friday night at Lone Depot Park. It'll be the Braves and Marlins opening up a four-game series. We appreciate you spending part of your evening after this Braves win with us here on the Braves Postcast, part of the all-new Locked On Sports Atlanta. Make sure you're subscribed on YouTube and click the bell to get the notifications whenever we drop a new episode. Make sure you're subscribed to Locked On Braves wherever you get your podcasts, and we will look forward to talking to you this weekend as the Braves and Marlins meet down in Miami. For Jake Mastroianni, I'm Grant McCauley. We will catch you soon, everyone. So long. Hey, this is Stacey Gotsoulias. D.C. Lundberg. Ryan Finkelstein. Taylor Blake Ward. Host of Locked on Yankees. Locked on Mariners. Locked on Mets. Locked on Angels. And you're listening to Locked on Braves. Locked on Braves. Locked on Braves. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. 